Hey, welcome to Spellstorm Miniatures, a show about tabletop war games, uh, including War Machine and Hordes by Privateer Press. My name is Jeremiah, and this is... Dan. And I'm Chad. And our goal here is just to inspire you to play more games. So, hey, we have a fun, fun episode um, planned today, and I'm kind of looking forward to the next series of episodes that we're going to do. Um, our primary game is War Machine and Hordes, and so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about certain factions. We're going to kind of do our own faction review. How does that sound? Sounds like a lot of fun. Excellent. Yeah, very good. I was actually... Uh, it'll help you help with... Uh, also, like, other people experimenting with this, too, it can help you learn more about other factions when you start looking at them and thinking about how you want to yeah. do something. Like, how exactly. you want to build a list to do something. Well, and that's for, like, current players. But I yeah. was even thinking for, uh, like, players who are interested in the game... Um, and, you know, play other games, but haven't really, you know, jumped into War Machine and Hordes. Um, in fact, over this weekend, I was playing someone, and she was saying how she is being tempted to play War Machine and Hordes, and so I'm like, well, let's talk about yeah. that. So more, more gorgeous models for you to paint. That's right. So, yeah, so we're going to, I think we'll do two factions at a time. Yeah. And I think that's a good way, because if we were just talking this entire episode about Signar, I might go crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. There's yeah. so many great Signar things, though. Come on. <laughs> Is there, though? Morrowind, Flame of the Dark. All right, fine. Okay, so, Flame, spoiler Flame, alert. Flame of the Dark is not necessarily a Signar unique thing. Yeah, fine. As you could see from watching Warfare Weekends, it's actually... Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like what Signar was at the end of Mark II, except it's in multiple factions where it's just like... It's the faction caster and maybe war checks and then a bunch of mercenaries. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's, you know, yeah. it's what Merknar used to be. Yeah. So we're going to have fun diving into these factions. And spoiler alert, we are talking about Signar today as one of them. <laughs> and then the other one is going to be uh, Trollblood. So yeah. this is pretty much Dan's episode. Yeah. Uh, since he, those are his two. Everyone's, uh, everyone's yeah. favorite two protagonists. Yeah, there it is. So. Hey, I didn't come hey, up with doing these two. Yeah, well, it just happened. So, hey, uh, before we actually like get get there, um, have you guys played any games lately? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, not the ones you think. Uh, you know, Uno and Hungry Hungry Hippo, but <laughs> that's what I've had time for. Hey, Hungry Hungry Hippo, but they have miniatures, right? Yeah, <laughs> hippo just miniatures. Like four of them. <laughs> Stationary ones that are pre-colored for you. Pre-painted. You don't have to paint it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, so good. I, I haven't really played anything except for some, uh, wow, a little bit of WoW Classic and um, some MTG Arena, but okay, not much else other than that. I've been we we're down a person at work, and so I've been working some extra hours, and uh, so usually when I get home, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, believe it or not, I got a few games in, and so I'll share about a couple of them here, I guess. Um, got to play, um, you know, some Age of Sigmar, and, um, Oz and I got a game in, I think just he and I, 900 points. First time I put a certain clan of Skaven on the table, and then, um, the next day we went and hooked up with Wes, and we played a three-player, you know, King of the Hill, and, um, that was a lot of fun, and... Um, and Wes is kind of getting back into some GW stuff, and so decided that he wanted to pick up, um, some, you know, some Age of Sigmar, so, uh, as <laughs> there goes, and I'm happy to oblige, and yeah. so it was good. Um, but I did get, uh, two, uh, Song of Ice and Fire games in, too, and so I played a Nick, we played, like, 32 points, because that's what he had, and so I was like, oh, I'll just match you, 32 points, and then, um, and that was fun. I ended up on. We just kind of did a, the battle. We didn't play one of the uh, one of the scenarios, and so we kind of battled each other. And you get victory points whenever you take off a unit, and and so I ended up taking off I think three of his units. So I was up three two at the end of our, and we went the full six rounds. So nice. it was cool. 
And then I played uh, Judy, who's one of our listeners, and uh, she happens to also be playing Free Folk, and I play Free Folk. Um, How did you guys achieve to do anything in that game? Okay, so, well, <laughs> here's the thing. So we brought two different styles of lists. Okay. So, so I brought um, four giants and two raiders, essentially, is what I brought. Okay. And only one NCU. And she brought, I think, three raiders and three cave dwellers and had three NCUs and had... Oof. And had a bunch of upgrades, but you know it's free folk. You can just yeah. throw all these things in the list. Yeah. And so, and so she had a lot of synergy between steer and the weeper, mm-hmm. and so she was able to put, um, she was able to take the like um, she had one of the NCUs whose name I can't remember Val I think. Um, okay. When 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 Val gets played, you she can choose to use the maneuver ability instead of whatever ability that oh, she is on yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. And so she did, she was she flanked me hard. Yeah. Like turn two, she was already up in my face, and and then um, and then with steer and weeper, doing the panic stuff, and and also using the the terrain that gives you negative on your panic test. Yeah. So there was just a lot of synergy happening, and and I got to see um, how aggressive and awesome free folk can be. Yeah. So I learned I learned a couple things um, in the game. Um, one, um, she was a fabulous opponent because what she did was she let me kind of talk things out. Um, that's how I, you know, as I'm experiencing the game and then kind of experiencing a new set of rules and just kind of saying things out loud and then and then her responding to some of the things that I'm saying helped me to, like, come away learning, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I learned a couple things. Fundamentally, one, um, I only opened my Heroes box last week, and so... I had no idea what those heroes were yeah. doing, so I learned a lot about what the heroes can do, which is well, that's good. super cool. <laughs> uh, two, I learned that I'm playing with an old rule set. They've since updated the rules, and if you have the app, um, it's it's um, it's that's the current rule set. Okay. And so the biggest thing that I learned is that when you pivot, you can pivot over. Um, yeah. a friendly tray mm-hmm. and stop before you finish your maneuver. Oh yeah. And so mm-hmm. and so that was like that was like mind blowing because she was able to completely get out of a friendly I had a counter charge that I could have played. Yeah. But she was able to get out of line of sight of my giant, so I could not actually counter charge. And the only way it could have happened is if she was able to pivot and be over her um, friendly yeah. tray for a moment yeah. before advance moving. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't so, clarify that when you and Nick were playing it because I said that you can advance through them and move through them, but you can't stop on them, which would mean that you couldn't pivot and stop temporarily and then start moving. Except which you I can. knew that you can do. Yeah. yeah but see, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, I, it, and it I thought it had to be. While. I thought yeah. it had to be clean. It used mm. to be like that. And yeah. Because it was causing like I think it was after one of the first first couple of major tournaments that happened at big events especially with free folk is that there's so many trays that it can potentially get to the point where if you can't temporarily stop on one of your friendly trays you can't possibly move anywhere but forward right and that's not fair yeah yeah (laughs) it kind of puts you disadvantage yeah Yeah. it's it's mechanically broken and uh and they did fix that and i apologize i i totally forgotten that they had made that alteration mostly because I haven't played it in a while, and also it doesn't affect me as a Stark player because I don't ever have that many units. Right. Like I don't have anywhere near as many units as like Free Folk normally does. Yeah. So so anyway, so it, it, what I, what was really fun was how different the night the games were night and day. You know, playing Nick the day before against Night's Watch, and my Giants just it was awesome. We did we yeah. did they did what they were supposed to do. He focused fire on one of them, but the rest of them did what they were supposed to do. And then against um, Judy, I was like perfectly ineffect- ineffective. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so um, it was it was cool though because that that means that there's it shows how deep and rich the game is, yeah. and yeah. and how many options that are still available to, for me to unlock. So um, which is something I've really enjoyed about the game anyway. I really love the NCU component yeah. and and how that plays. That's yeah. one of my most favorite. It's things one about of the it. things that I really yeah. liked about it. Yeah, uh, the drawback is like whenever. Whenever it gets to be the open play at the end of the week on Friday nights, it's always right after I get done off work, 
Yeah. And it's also my Thursday for the work week, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. stick around and play a game for two hours. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I, um, I was telling uh, Judy, too, like, I think A Song of Ice and Fire is a great segue to some other historical games. I mentioned in the last episode how I got a, um, uh, like, a sample game of Saga in, and Saga uses a board off to the side, too. The mechanic's a little bit different, mm-hmm. but, but that's, that's the, the flavor of the army, is the board. Like each army has their own board. And so, um, so I was telling her about it, and I, I really like how game designers are are giving us a lot of fun ways to play miniatures, which is why I play so many different games because I, you know, I, I you know, it's like a buffet, it's a smorgasbord. Yeah. It's they all have their fun. Do you want some yeah. steak, some lobster? What do you want? Yeah, I'll steak <laughs> and lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then oh, and I got a game of Malifaux in with uh, Jason. Uh, we played 50 Soul Stones, and he actually came over to my place, and we played in my garage, so that was super cool. And then uh, he played Riva, um, and I was playing Perdita. And so the thing that I wanted to do most was she has this ability that's like it's like a practice shot, where she can shoot off scheme markers. And so, so Jason would drop a scheme marker, I'd come along and shoot it off. And so it's like, <laughs> you know, um, and, but both of us are, he's getting back into the game and I'm, I still consider myself new and there's so many things to learn. And so the game kind of went forever. We played three turns or three rounds or whatever. And at the end of it, I had two points to his one, uh, just because I was owning the strat. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, but it was cool, and I I love the models, and they're they're fun to paint, and they look gorgeous when they're finally painted, and right. you know, and I love just the, the mass like terrain and things like that. I so, was gonna yeah. say, is your terrain look kind of nicer because you posted that pic in the Discord, and uh, yeah, so you're able to see the table and look kind of nice. I missed that. Oh, uh, I'll have to go back and take a look. Yeah, well, to be fair, Jason actually brought some terrain. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I have I had the terrain that you've seen me ha- uh, use in our game. And then he brought extra, so it made it made the table look really good. Yeah. So, I I picked up some um, Carnivale terrain from TT Combat, and I don't know if you guys know TT Combat. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the ones who bought Hawk War Games. They used to think I, I think they used to just do terrain, um, but they bought bought Hawk War Games, and so now they they have Drop Fleet and Drop Zone Commander. Okay. Um, but they have a game called Carnivale, which is a skirmish game, which I think fits in the same niche as Malifaux. So like you get the same flavor of Malifaux sometimes oh, okay. when you look at their models, and it's like I don't want to play it because I already play Malifaux, and you know yeah. I just can't play everything, you yeah. know. But anyway, they they have a terrain pack, a cardboard terrain pack, that fits perfectly with some of the Malifaux terrain that I have. Excellent. And so and I you know I was able to find that uh, for like twelve bucks or something, and yeah. So I just haven't I did just didn't have it assembled in time for you know for my game with Jason, but that will help a lot. For me in my in, my, in our in our next powerful game yep. um, on the table we play on so yeah uh, I'm excited this is not something I'm, I did play but I'm looking forward to playing is um, one of the creators from Blitz Built Games I believe is the name of it uh, is an like RPG or I don't know exactly what the game is but it's a it's some sort of a tabletop either RPG or skirmish game I think kind of similar to maybe um, Frostgrave. Mm. Uh, but it uses Lego miniatures and a deck that you buy. Um, but one of the creators is coming is going to be at Rune Board at the end of the month on the 30th, Saturday, doing demos for it. And so I'm looking forward to hanging out and checking that out because I'm really interested in it because I've got, I've got a bunch of Lego stuff. And Dude, we have a million Legos. Yeah. There's, uh, Rune Board sells the decks. There's, I think, four different themes. There's like... Uh, like military, like army, like classic military and army. There's one that's like outer space. There's one that's like medieval knights and soldiers, like knights and stuff. And then there's another one that also includes like medieval wizards and things Mm. like that. And you can, I think you can get multiple decks and mash them together. I just don't know exactly how the rules break down Um, because I haven't seen it. But I'm looking forward to checking that out at the end of the month. So do you think, like, so Dan, you know, you have a bunch of Legos, right? Yep. Do you... Your first impressions of what you've seen, do you think it's kid-friendly? Uh, I don't know yet, actually. I've really okay. I've really only seen the decks that we uh, that the store sells, uh, a little bit of the 
like the shelf topper that talks about it a little bit. But yeah. other than that, I haven't really looked into it. I should check out their website and see if they've got like yeah. a demo explain video or something like that. But there was somebody that came in and he and his probably his preteen son picked up two decks. So I think it's probably kid friendly enough. I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, fantasy or yeah. uh, implied violence, but um, yeah. it's all miniatures that are Legos. So it's not like there's right. any necessarily <laughs> adult subjects or anything like that. Like you can get with some other miniatures games. Okay. See, I so, love, yeah, I love um, those style of games that, you know, that allow you to use any miniature. Yeah. You know, Oz and I, you know, I bought the Gaslands rule book because yeah. we have a million Hot Wheels yeah. <laughs> and I have a million 40K bits. And so yeah. we're just going to start modding one day. Start gluing nice. them yeah. to them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. I thought about uh, if I got into Frostgrave just using a bunch of my Lego stuff for my, <laughs> okay. my Warband. My very first Frost game, Frostgrave game ever. I used the miniatures out of the Clue board game. Nice. Like, you know, Colonel Mustard and, <laughs> and like, that That was my war band. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and this... Was, was Colonel Mustard your wizard? Yeah, Please I don't, tell me. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It but, was Colonel Mustard with an axe in the belly. <laughs> <laughs> but they let me use it in the store. Yeah. So, and it was just super goofy and I loved it. So, yeah. Hey, how about any uh, War Machine games? Do you guys play any War Machine games lately? No. I was going to, and then I didn't. Yeah. Um, I was going to play a game against Eli uh, after work the other week and realized that he was playing his Mosar Secret Masters list. And the list that I wanted to play was this Morvana 2 Devourer's Host list. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play a game. And then I was like thinking about it more before I got off work. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pass because my list is not going to do anything against you because you're playing Mosar with Pillars of Salt and a bunch of Shield Guards, so my guns aren't going to do anything. And then you've got Kerboss and uh, Slaughterhousers with RFP, so my Morvana 2 feet won't do anything. I was like, I'd rather just not push models across the table to just not do yeah. anything. So yeah, it was unfortunate because I, I, I built... Uh, kind of like a, a reworked version of my Morvana 2 list for Mark II uh, that has Ravagers instead of Skinwalkers. Um, but it's got Wolf with No Name, Bridged and Call, Blood Trekkers, and um, Ravagers in it. And so there's three different instances of Prey in the list. Oh. So I thought it might be kind of interesting. Plus it also puts a Primal Archon on the table. So it's, it, it's not the best built list but it looks interesting and fun with a lot of mechanics and some depth in mechanics that i really wanted to try that i know that the primal archon will probably eventually get cut for other stuff <laughs> um poor guy but he's he's eight points yeah um and it would be cool to put carnivore onto him but with with mad eight re-rolls and the <laughs> auto knockdown like you don't necessarily need the carnivore on him and she doesn't have an armor buff. She can't bring him back with his feet. She doesn't do anything for him except for provide Fog of War, which is, you know, here or there. Uh, but the rerolls on the attack, the hit and damage uh, can potentially be good, which means that he can he can act as a, as a harder-to-remove re light. Um, so he can soften something up before I have to send in the Gorax or the two Stalkers that I have in the list. So I feel like he does add a little bit of some hitting power it's just a matter of is it worth the eight points hmm. or can i like eight points is a unit of blood weavers that can ambush in that theme uh so it needs some playing it might be cut it might be one of those things that i i leave in there um because i like it and i do that sometimes <laughs> there you go because you like it so uh, play. yeah i'm still in my first uh 10 games with zadesh and uh, I, I'm slightly very like changing up the list uh, every week or so, uh, changing up the battle group. It's in Disciples of Agony still because yeah. I just love that theme so much. And and I I have a hard time with Zadesh right now in the particular form uh, formation of my list. I feel like I'm playing was it Zakova um, in Jaws? Like I just got these slow beasts and I'm just casting clouds and yeah. and I'm. And I'm going up against things that have like Isle of Sight, and, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not, is, yeah. you know, you, what's what's going on here? When you play against Cephalix, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. your 
So anyway, so I thought, you know, so Oz and I, when we, when we got to the store, it was funny. There was a lot of people at Runeboard last week. Every yeah. table was being used. But when we got there, there was like, like everyone had already paired off who was already there. And there wasn't really anyone else looking. There wasn't like an odd number per se. So I was like, so, and I knew we were going to have to go home and eat dinner and whatnot. So I said, Oz, why don't we just get our game in? So, so we played each other. And... Um, and I, you know, I honestly thought I had a decent game into him. I thought, okay, I'm going to play a little conservative and then I'm just going to eat him. Right. And, and then he goes off and feats and, and then he eats me. And so I'm like, oh, jeez. And so, you know, and it was, you know, and he, he, when I think he had something, I can't remember exactly what it was that he was going to, what, I don't know if it was, it was feet or. Or something, but it, um, but it, I think his feet triggers non warlock, non warcaster, yeah, enemy models. So he thought that he was gonna be able to feet on Zadesh and be able to move Zadesh, no, and then, but Zadesh was <laughs> neatly placed behind one of my, um, one of my pillars of burning ash or whatever it's called, and yeah. so, so, um, and so he would have had an easier time assassinating me, but he, um, but he needed to charge me, and he needed to get into the burning ash. So he's going to take a negative, negative two. So it's going to be really extra hard. So he, so he was like actually calculating whether or not he should even go for the assassination. First yeah. of all, like he was actually exercising restraint. And well, when <laughs> when you roll like JC, yeah. Um, so he charges in, and he on the damage roll three sixes. Ouch. And I just, I just. I just Okay, there it is. Done. And so I did you not have any transfers? Uh, no, I, I put up. I had because I because I was I was positioning myself for my thing, and and I had actually the turn before, um, I misread one of my spells and I had a savage out of place and did, did and he so move everything out of counter charge range, um, all but one, and then he engaged it. Okay. He did good. Smart play. He did good. He's he's getting so good. So he it might he, be time to start yeah. playing against other people <laughs> instead of beating up on poor old dad. I know. That's yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah, should have had that no push, no TK objective. That would yeah. have come in handy. I've got a I've got yeah. a great most or great Morvana two list I'll play against. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Well, you know, we can we can make that happen. Yeah. So. Hey, did, oh, before we leave this, um, did any of you watch any uh, Warfare Weekend games? I did, actually. I got to watch the uh, quarterfinals and finals, or the semifinals and finals, because um, I was off work that day and kind of slept in and uh, woke up and saw, was just scrolling through my Facebook and saw that they had, that they were going to be streaming the next game. And so I actually got up, went into the, like, made some breakfast, went into the living room and sat down and streamed it from my phone onto my TV and, and watched uh, both of those games. And they were nice. both fantastic games. Yeah. I was, uh, I was sick. I was, yeah. I was home in bed for like three days last weekend with like fever and whatnot. Yeah. And so I was just laying in bed watching one of them on, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, when I woke up. Um, the Retribution game. Uh, retribution oh, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. against yeah the finals it was like, uh, not the finals the one right before so oh, against the Canadian yeah um, whose names I don't remember anywhere or even the army but no it was uh, <laughs> great reporting <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at this well I had a fever it's a good excuse okay. I could barely remember my name <laughs> Well, if we come back to it, I was like, no, great. it was it was the finals game. It Wait, was, that was the finals. It game? was McWaters versus uh, Ben, Ben something. It was okay. it was MM versus BB. I remember. Okay. All right. <laughs> ben, I'm sorry. Well, I, what I watched was. Retribution. Yeah, it was Retribution versus uh, and... uh, Matt McWaters, who was playing Kador technically. Yeah, he was playing yeah. Zerkova one in Flame in the Dark. Who was? Who that's the game I watched. Two lancers in their battle groups. So it was just excellent. That's why I was saying it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like flame. Flame of the dark is not even like faction, really faction specific anymore. It's just a melting pot of stuff. Yeah, but it's a really cool list. Uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, I think it opens some different avenues, uh, especially for some casters that weren't really seeing any play before. Yeah, that I think we'll start seeing. Yeah. So. Hey, why don't we get to our topic? Uh, we're going to start our... Finally. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, 
We just want to talk about the game. That's no, fine. Let's talk you're, about the game. You're actually playing games. We are. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so here's our thing. So we want to do faction reviews, and we're going to do them differently than every other podcast you've ever listened to. And so, which I'm really excited about because... Because that's how we roll. Because that's how we roll. And we're, our opinions are better. I mean, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we are just different. And yes. so we're, you know, we fell... Anyway, um, so we basically have three questions that we want to answer, and, um, and, and that's how we're going to do our faction reviews. The first question is, is if you were to pick up this faction, which Warcaster or Warlock would you play first? Okay, which one do you want to try out first? Like, what's the one that grabs your, grabs your eye, right? And then, which theme so- theme force looks most interesting to you? And so, so we had to go through and look at all the theme forces and and what you know the benefits and what models make up those theme forces, which is really cool because it's something I've never really done before, uh, what, except for the factions that I played. So I, I think innately I'm going to become just a better player by doing this. And then the third question, which is my favorite question, uh, is which model. Uh, do you want to paint the most? And so we've decided that what we're going to do uh, today is Signar and Trollbloods. And so Dan, um, I know hypothetically you've already you already played these, and so you can <laughs> you can actually answer these questions realistically. Like I played this, or this was my first caster. But um, so just humor us and humor our our <laughs> listeners. Um, but um, but yeah, um, anybody want to start? Which uh, let's start with the war warcaster first. Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't we? Yeah, signar why don't we first. All go th- like I'll do our signar, and then we'll all go through trolls. Yeah, let's do one at yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah I absolutely that way, agree. That way so, we can kind of stick on topic. So, um, so question one: yeah. Which warlock or which warcaster would you start first if you picked up this faction? Uh, so I I'll go ahead and start first. Um, I was looking back through it, and I've always loved the model for Nemo too. Because it's super cool, it's really dynamic, it's a very interesting thing. And he has kind of a really interesting kit. Um, so I picked Nemo too. Uh, and the theme force that I was most interested to play in was actually uh, playing him in Storm Division. So I built an interesting list. I actually built this list earlier this year, I may have talked about it. Um, where it's kind of uh, Nemo. It's Nemo... Uh, Noah's Ark a little bit because it's a lot of duplicates of stuff. So uh, uh, two by two. Yeah, I built the list. <laughs> uh, I built the list and it looks fun. It's actually a little bit better than the previous list was before because I think I was doing him in heavy metal, and because you, because you, he's got um, he's got a veteran leader for the Stormsmith Stormcallers. He gives them plus one on their attack, hmm. and uh, so you wanted to play him in Storm Division, but in Storm Division you want to take infantry. Um, so, and he wants to take a bunch of jacks. And so actually after the Oblivion update came out, when there was no required minimum points for free things, you can build him in Storm Division as a jack heavy list and you can get the Stormsmith solos. So that's what I ended up doing. Nice. Uh, so I've got, uh, Nemo 2 and a Squire, uh, two Fireflies, two Lancers, two Reliance, Dynamo, uh, two free (laughs) sets of Stormsmith Stormcallers, uh, Captain Strangeways, Savio Acosta, because I thought he'd be a really good solo for um, like softening up or finishing heavies, and also hanging out on zones and being a good assassination threat. And then there's two units of Trencher Combat Engineers, because they're pretty solid. They, keep, they can keep the jacks mm. uh, fixed up and stuff. And So the idea is that Nemo has, uh, between... See, Lightning Shroud giving a plus two strength to some of the heavies. You can the Reliance can hit a little bit above their pay grade, uh, but also the big thing is with the Fireflies, and the Reliant Gun being electricity, you get it up to a POW fifteen, and then you also get to increase the damage on Nemo's Lightning Storm spell. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let me double check. His electrical blast becomes a POW fifteen with the that's really with good. the fireflies that's really and good. Uh, and he with power up you get tons of focus all over the place you've got strange ways to dish out an extra one uh, Nemo can also once per activation take focus off of a warjack and reallocate it somewhere else so if you over allocate for something or something like that you can take it and redirect it somewhere else and then his feat is everyone gets up to three focus. Nice. And so if you, so like you maybe activate a firefly, run it into a position where you want it to be, 
feet put all of the focus out there so that firefly gets focused but it's already activated now you can pull that focus off of the firefly and use it to cast spells or to keep nemo safe because he's a squishy old man he's a yeah, yeah. i think he's a he's a 14 16 he yeah. needs all the help he can get um i thought about putting um yeah yeah he's an old man um I thought about putting, instead of having Savio Acosta having Sir Dreyfus in there, yeah. uh, because he has the roadblock rule that makes him an obstruction, basically, gives him cover, so that he could like hang out in front of Nemo and keep him safe. Um, but I wanted Savio in there for the... Um, what's it called? I want Savio in there for the for the strong solo yeah. to help finish off Jackson and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And yeah. The other thing too is like you can also use the Lancers help you arc spells out all over the place, but then with their shock shield, if they've got three focus, if you charge in, hit with the spear, hit with the shield, and then buy two more shield attacks, you can knock a cortex out. Yep. So you can dis effectively disable an enemy heavy mm-hmm. and then take it apart over turns rather than having to one round a heavy, which a lot of the heavies in here might have trouble doing. Right. Unless it has lightning storm or unless it's dynamo, but you can't you don't always get there. Okay. So- so I have a yeah. question for you. Okay, yeah. so I chose Storm Division as well. Okay, and and the reason why I chose Storm Division is because when I think about Signar, I think about All light, this, yeah. lightning, storm lightning. You know, and yeah, yeah, right. And um, and so I started like looking at looking at Signar and, and everything that it does. <coughs> Pardon me. And um, they there's a a small like weapons crew. Uh, night storm, night something or storm tower? Yeah, the storm tower. Storm yeah. towers. Yeah. So you don't have any storm towers in your list. No. Okay. Are they good? Because I was thinking about I I like their look, and and so for me, like I chose storm division, and and I wanted to paint up those, and I wanted to paint up the storm strider, and I wanted to go double striders, double towers, and. I didn't care anything else beyond that because um, I don't even know if it's good. I don't even care. I just it was I was more going for an aesthetic. I think when yeah. I when I was choosing that's fine. The the warcaster I chose was striker. Okay. Um, striker two two because I love interesting. Which okay. yeah. yeah, see, I'm not a signar player, so yeah. I don't know how this works. But <laughs> I, but <laughs> I, striker two is really good. But yeah. I love his feet. Yeah. His feet, it gives, it was advanced three and then make a melee. Yeah. And I'm all about melee. And so I'm like, and I'm like, ooh, you know, yeah. you know, so our Lancers, Lancers are melee, um, you know, so I had some Lancers in there and things like that. That's kind of like what I was thinking. And, and I don't even know if it's good, but it just, it just sounds flavorful <laughs> and fun. I think the Storm Towers, the Storm Towers aren't bad, but the problem is that it's a Rage 14, Power 14 gun. Yeah. That's Rat 6 that can't be boosted. And so it's good against lower armor, yeah, lower-ish defense and lower-ish armor, because it has lightning generator on its gun. But other than that, like that, it's not really going to do much to stop in a heavy. It's probably not accurate enough to hit most lights who sit around defense 13, 14, yeah. or fifteen. It's just too slow, and, it's, and it it's yeah. just a little bit tough. I think if you took it with. If you took it in a list with uh, Striker 1 and you threw Snipe on it, it would be funny. Because then you can just aim and shoot 18 <laughs> yeah, inches. And yeah. then you just cycle Sniper over to another one and it just aims and shoots 18 inches again. Yeah, uh, see, I'm not like a shooty... Yeah. I'm not really much of a shooty guy. <laughs> I'm mostly going for looks. Yeah. So maybe I should change it to Striker 1. Yeah, possibly. But, but, but I mean, if you want to play Striker 2, that's fine. He's super wow, good. He's, yeah. he's one of the most fun casters I think you can try and play in Signar because yeah. who doesn't want to overload and live the dream and overload for 18 strength and right. only take 3 damage yeah. and just annihilate somebody's like colossal in well, 3 on a, on So a, and I have a question for you too. What, yeah. sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say on a on a nonlinear vector you can get him going too. So he goes yeah. so far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, okay, maybe. Um who who's the uh, uh who's one of the um uh the marshals, the Jack Marshals? Um there's there's Jake's there's the junior yeah Jake's is in a Marshall. oh Jack Marshall sorry yeah. Jack Marshall are you talking like um it was a it was a Storm Knight solo who's a Jack Marshall oh he's the UA oh he's the UA the UA of the, oh. of the Storm Knight oh that's Jack right. Marshall yeah, yeah, yeah. okay the Storm okay. of the Storm Blades of the Storm Blades yeah. sorry. if you were to if you were to Jack Marshall a Firefly is that a good idea it's not bad I mean it's not 
terrible. The problem uh, is they're going to run into a command range versus a control range uh, issue, yeah, possibly. Yeah. So you might not be able to run them as far. You'll still get the plus two, but then you might be out um, when yeah. you need them. It, it, could, okay. it could be good if you throw a positive charge onto it and then yeah. move it into a position. I don't remember what the drive is for the Stormblade officer, if he has one. Hmm. The Stormblade officer, do you know what his, oh, oh, his he actually gives Jack Marshall drive? Um, yeah, give me a It could be if you don't have the points for a junior to run the Jack. It's generally, like, Jack Marshalls are tough because they have to, the Jacks have to get help from somewhere else in order yeah. to be really effective compared to something that is getting focused. Oh, right. sorry, you're talking about the Stormblade captain. Sorry, not, yeah. you're not, yeah, the Stormblade, okay. yeah, 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 sorry, I was thinking that. Yeah, he has. Oh, the Stormblade. Uh, so yeah, he has happen. he has repo five on his. So actually, on a firefly, you could that could be fun. You could yeah, if you charged okay. it somewhere, destroyed it, then you repo five. Okay. Further out. See, yeah, when I when I played Kador, um, I loved Jack marshalling the berserkers because you really didn't need you know, need some power than the one because if you ever spent more than one, you know they had the chance of them blowing up. So it was like yeah, it's fine yeah you know so I didn't realize that fireflies really needed the focus. I don't know. All right, so okay, so recap. So both Chad and I have chosen Storm Division. Yeah. Okay. Um, two different casters. Two different casters. Yeah, what, the, what was your painted model that you wanted to paint? The the new Black Thirteenth. Oh yeah. Uh, I love the new po the new poses. Okay. They're bigger models, so they're not itty bitty tiny little things. Okay. Because um, I've painted some of the other Jacks and stuff, and um, I'm not super excited about painting really any of the other infantry, um, but the the Black Thirteenth. Like, they just okay. have super cool new sculpts, um, dynamic posing, and stuff like that. Nice. They're, they're nice. cool models. So how about you, Dan? What, what, was, hold on, what, what would you want to paint? Oh, the Storm, the, the Storm, Storm Strider. Yeah, right. I love big things. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I play Scorn. <laughs> <laughs> All the huge bases. Yeah. <laughs> they're not painted yet, though, but shh. Oh, uh, back to the, the Stormblade <laughs> Infantry Officer. He's also yeah. a Jack Marshall, and he has granted... Oh, wait, that's granted... Never mind. Yeah, no. I was, he, I was yeah. thinking it was Jack Marshall Assault, but it's not. No. Okay. Yeah. But he has Conductor and stuff, which can go a long way if you're trying to do the, the E-Leaps and yeah. stuff like... Or not the E-Leaps, but yeah. the, the Surge Power Attacks from the other guys, so... Um, yeah, so basically I kind of started off, too, where... I actually started my uh, journey in the Signar off the battle box, right? Yeah. So I kind of just went with Maddox, just yeah. straight up. She was also, the battle box and the Storm Knights, or Storm Blades, were actually the first uh, War Machine models I painted. Uh, nice. So. I wish her model was a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, it's, but it could be. Yeah. It's, it's it's no Mark One Gorax. Right. But it's definitely not the most gorgeous model. Yeah, that's so like Nemo 2, even, I mean, uh, Striker 2. It's funny, you guys both went with the 2s. But <laughs> is that they do have a little bit more dynamic. Uh, Maddox is just kind yeah. of there holding up a sword, like, ah. Well, she's, like, lunging, and I've seen some cool, yeah. like, reposing where she's, like, jumping. But it's just the, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe if I would have done that. So I, Maybe I if it was uh, in metal. I feel like the plastic one that uh, comes in yeah. the metal boxes, mm. I feel like it loses some detail somehow. Maybe. Like, it's just not... Well, it's not well they used a different well, kind of... Po they used a different kind of plastic for the metal boxes. So it's yeah, not yeah. even, like, the good plastic. Right, yeah. it's the... So, it's legit, that I mean, might be part of it. I get it, because yeah. you're trying to just... Yeah. It's a cheaper way to get into the game, kind of. You're just trying yeah. to get people with the basic type thing. Well, the, co the color coding of the battle boxes helps, yes. too. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I mean, maybe people don't know. It's like, yeah, so like the $40 battle box and like the, the Signar one, you get Maddox and three jacks and then yeah. you get some of the dice and some tokens and the rules and a ruler. Yeah. Um, piece of paper with some hash marks on it, basically. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Most it's, games come with something like it's that. Exactly. It's serviceable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It gets you the basic of what you need. Um, or you yeah. just go to the dollar store and pick up a ruler or a tape measure. Um, so... So I went with her, and then, yes, oddly enough, Storm Division, because that's oh, what... Oh, man. We're all Storm Division. We're the Thunder Boys, apparently. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, because, what happened? Because, one, yeah, it's the lightning. Like, you look at Signar and go, those yeah. guys, the lightning guys, like, zap, you know, right? Yeah. Um, however, Thor's not my favorite Avenger, so I don't know. <laughs> um, Is it the... Captain America, because you like the blue? I, I do like some Captain America. He's literally wearing <laughs> yeah. a Captain America hoodie. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my trailer hitch? Uh, 
haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> um, no, I cap. I mean, Iron Man's pretty cool in there, too, just because he's a regular guy wearing a suit. But I digress. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, Storm Division as well. Also because uh, uh, Beth is a Storm Knight model herself. Um, so you, oh, so that you, makes sense. Yeah, you could yeah. get some fun yeah. interactions off of that as well if you really were going for it. Um, however, I kind of was just playing around with a rough list. I actually first played her in Heavy Metal because that's the models I had assembled to do and not like yeah. a good Storm Division <laughs> one. But I think, I mean, personally, I think with her, with like a hurricane um, chilling in front of her and giving a, a sail or something. Yeah. Because then you <laughs> yeah. have a Speed 7 um, huge base hurricane yeah. that can punch some stuff and he's an arc node not that you're going to really use it much with her more importantly well so the arc node yeah. can actually come into play because it means that she can sit in the back and upkeep yes and then just kind of spot shoot some spells but a sail is more important because the hurricane's guns slam yep. and a sail affects those guns exactly that's what i was just so gonna they, they slam farther i was just gonna say that yeah is uh mm. when you there's a fun trick in that, too, if, if you have room for the lances. You run, like, a, a Storm Lance horse behind the caster, enemy caster, or in front, and then you shoot your own model, and then you slam yeah. your model into theirs, and being a huge... Or if you put it behind, it's a huge base. If it's bigger, you're actually doing damage while knocking it in and knocking it down. Or if you put a model in front, you slam your own model into their model and knock down their yeah. their caster or whatnot. So, but, I, caveat, side note, <laughs> I love that the ability is called Slam, yeah. because those, the, the Colossals just look like wrestlers to yes. me. Yeah. They just, they're like, they're posed, they look like they're, you know, it's like Hulk Hogan, you know, and then I'm just like... Did you not see yeah. the, the extreme Colossal wrestling that was happening at Lock and Load? See, I knew about it, but I didn't see it. Okay. And I have the rules, and yeah. so I've actually done it here with Oz, and, you, should, you know... You should, if you're interested in it, you should talk to Ryan Montgomery, because he was part of the American team that was trying to beat the Canadians last year mm. at Lock and Load, and they're going to be doing... I don't remember if they're going to try and do another one before Lock and Load. I know that they're definitely doing something at Lock and Load, and every single one of those people painted up their Warjack, their Colossals to look like wrestlers. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so... So we're uh, slamming. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, yeah, exactly. So you're adding two inches of that slam, um, so it just makes it more fun. Or, uh, before you even need that, if you need snipe, because good old Beth has that as well, you could have a range 14 cannon. Um, you know, again, that's that's a PAL 13, not too much, but you're yeah. you know doing damage. Or the storm emitter, um, which is a little bit stronger but shorter. I mean, either way, he also messes with flight and some yeah. of that stuff, so he's kind of fun that way. Um, and can also do a little cortex damage. Yeah. Um, and again, the lightning, just lightning guns. Just again, it's all about the lightning, right? Um, I put a firefly underneath him as well, just because that plus two and just having that extra little jack is nice. Um, two storm striders because, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know they're 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 pretty neat. Because huge bases and lightning apparently between the two of you guys. Right. <laughs> well, any yeah, exactly. It's a, that's what one problem with Liz is three huge bases. Yeah. And, like, know that. I might have to start playing Signar or something. <laughs> or I might just have to like make a list and then just play that one list. Exactly. Maybe that's how I do this. Um, and so they have like their their dual attack building up. I mean, they just have a lot of utility on their own that they can handle a lot. Um, then for some free choices like Sir Dreyfus in there because he's just that new model, kind of getting fun. Yeah. Does that cover the jump ability? Um, can also maybe kind of camp a flag or um, contest. Uh, strange ways, because again, free focus is always nice, and sometimes you need a magical hurricane, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's a thing. Um, a journeyman warcaster, because if you don't have snipe on there, having plus three armor on a, yeah. on a colossal. Or on two things, because she also has dauntless resolve. Yes, she also has dauntless resolve. I forgot, yeah, I passed that one up, because uh, that goes on usually the... Uh, for me, the Stormblade Infantry. Yeah. Um, they could have some fun with that. Um, Especially because their mid feet gives them no knockdown. Exactly. So another knockdown and super high armor. Yeah, another plus three armor on that. So you could, uh, for, one, for one mini turn, have them up to arm 21, no knockdown, tough. Yep. So that helps deliver them. Yeah. And then they get assault with the UA. Um, so, of course, that's on there. And they have um, combined melee attack. So they can kind of shoot and then CMA into something. So it's kind of, besides the huge bases, it's not a whole bunch of models, but again, you're just, you're cranking up that lightning damage, yeah. you're slamming things around, you're trying to, trying to screen the, your three huge bases could also help screen those little storm blades trying yeah, to yeah. get in there for that assault, 
And so, again, it's just a lot of lightning fun, in-your-face yeah. kind yeah. of action. So just to recap, all three of us chose Storm, Storm Division. Division. <laughs> okay. And your caster was... Maddox. Maddox, okay. The Battle uh, Box, yeah. What model did you want to paint? So, this one I'm going to cut door. Like, yeah, or I, or I, which one know. were you most excited to paint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, still need to do some work, but I think in there is, like, the, the Storm Strider and the Hurricane are kind of both up there a little bit because okay. of some fun effects you can kind of do with them. Okay. I think is more, but, Yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's our quick recap of Signar. Well, yeah, well, lightning. Like, yeah, well, we're just trying to answer three questions. That's all we're trying to do, yeah. right? Okay. So why don't we move on to Trollbloods? So which warlock uh, would you want to start with? Uh, what theme would you want to play in the most? And then, you know, and then what model do you want to paint? The paint. So uh, I'll go ahead and go first again. Okay. Um, I picked Jarl. Um, I picked Jarl and I put him into Creel Company. Let me pull the list up real quick. Um, he's a super cool. He's a really cool and interesting model. He's um, he's a trollkin that has mage lock pistols. I can't remember exactly where he got them from. Um, he picked them up off the battlefield. Okay, I didn't <laughs> that's remember. How, that's how that works. I don't oh, remember if it was that or if he like flunked out of Signar <laughs> Gun Mage School or something like yeah, that. that. One of those happen. two. I didn't remember. Um, but he's he's always been kind of a really interesting and cool caster that I or warlock that I feel like has been like right at the edge of being super good, but it's just not quite there. Um, but he's got two uh, rune pistols, so a range full, power twelve, magical guns. He's got. Um, Dodge Swift Hunter. He's also just naturally got Black Penny, and he's a Rat Seven, so he can be super accurate. Mm. Can pick people off, uh, but then he also has Field Marshal Swift Hunter, which I think is interesting. And trolls are not always necessarily known for their shooting and their war beasts, but a lot of their beasts have guns that are decent, and decent boostable guns are good. Um, he's got, his spell list is Magic Bullet, Quicken, Tactical Supremacy, and Wield Secrets. So he's got a lot of mobility stuff. Uh, between Quicken and Tactical Supremacy, you can get units up the field super, super quick. Uh, and then Wield Secrets can give Hunter and Pathfinder, where sometimes it's very important. I'm used to playing Circle where everything has Pathfinder. Uh, so Wield Secrets always feels kind of weird. But other factions don't necessarily have that same bonus. Um... His feat is you get to place three, or a D3 plus three, four-inch AOE clouds. Uh, your friendlies get to ignore them, uh, and you get to put them anywhere in your control area. So it can be a setup for an alpha, or it can be a defense after you alpha for the counterpunch. So yeah. um, I did it in Creole Company, which is kind of more of the shooting theme. Um, so what I did, I, I don't know how good this is, but it looks super fun. Um... And the idea that I was going with was highly mobile guns was the idea that I wanted to when I was building this list. So it's uh, Jarl plus a rune bearer, and then the battle group is an Axer, a Blitzer, and a Bomber. So that you can put Rush onto, like you can rush the Bomber, walk at 7 with Pathfinder, and then it can snipe itself and throw its bombs super far. Um... Free unit of whelps, uh, Braylon Wanderheart, Pig Tank, Leadfoot and Treads, Sons of Bragg, a Min Creelstone with an Elder, and then Max Raiders and Max Highwaymen. And so it's very, very fast, very mobile. It's some of the higher defense trollkin that are in the faction at like Def 13 for most of everything. Yeah. Um, Sons of Bragg are super, super sustainable unit by themselves uh especially now that they've dropped a couple of points i think they used to be 11 and now they're down to nine and i think they're probably resilient enough especially with a, a small creel stone um behind kind of keeping them alive and the creel stone is really there to help protect like the tanks uh the battle group and the sons of brag because the raiders and the highwaymen are probably going to be flanking on the sides and moving super super fast up the table and moving in and out and stuff. So that was the list that I built. Um, it looks super fun. I don't so I probably want to play it. in the Creole company. Yep. What model did you want to paint? The one that I was that I'm most ex that I would be most excited to paint was almost the list that I built, and it's uh, Hunter's Grim actually. Mm. Uh, Grim mm -hmm. two 
the model is just so incredible. Yeah. And he's got mugs and crump with him. Little that buddies. are just some some sweet little pig dudes that don't take no guff off of anybody else because <laughs> they're walking around with the best bounty hunter in the business. Nice, nice. How about you, Dan? Um, so, yeah, I have a mixed take on this one because what originally kind of got me into Trolls 2 was uh, like Orca 2. Yeah. Um, you know, big guy riding a bear. Yeah. Um, you may not be the best one if you're just looking to start out in the faction. <laughs> like Madrak one is <laughs> is pretty cool, and I mean, there's a bunch of other cool ones. But yeah, Borka two, and then um, Band of Heroes is just such a solid theme. Um, it's kind of a shame they took away their uh, couple inches from starting up the board, as poor slow trolls trolls just keep getting beat on. <laughs> um, and so. But still, just having the takedown ability, you know, just, I'm going to, you know, you don't get yeah. tough. Um, I'm going to just roll over you sort of thing. Um, so. Which is really good in the mirror. Right. Uh, and it's really good in some other places that want those um, corpses or souls that do have some recursion. So you get, you get the takedown. Exactly. You get to rip them away from that. So you kind of, kind of mess with your opponent a bit. <laughs> yeah. Which is always, always nice. Or just taking away those options. So, I more ran uh, Borka 2 and just kind of, I'd like to run a bear list, you know. I'd, I'd like to run Berka at some point. Bears. But yeah, just bears. a bunch of bears. Love bears. Um, but, I mean, I'm working through currently trying to, to mod up some long riders into riding bears. Uh, how's, so, that, how's that coming along? Uh, rough, because the, <laughs> the, the long rider bodies are much smaller, because they're probably the older trolls were much smaller than the newer trolls they make. Yeah. So I'm having, uh, I ran into a little bit of issue on scaling um, mm. tops and bottoms between some units. Because I was taking some bottoms from um, Raiders, and they were going to be able to fit over the bears from the Ninja Bears, the bear okay. handler unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is now the Long Rider bodies are too small. Mm. They're like probably 50% the size. I will, would say. Will long riders not just fit? Or is their lower the, body attached to the bison? Their lower body is attached to the bison. Their legs are attached to the, and they'd be too small. Uh, so I'd have to carve out into the bears. All right, so. time, to, time to butcher an old unit of uh, boom howlers. Yeah. See, I was thinking about boom howlers. I do actually have some spare boom howlers I might be able huh. to use. Because i got to get like the axe or the shield. You know, I can't just yeah. use like a raider body because he's holding that you know yeah. bomb. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm kind of working on. and So... You know, in that vein, I thought he'd be kind of, kind of fun running a couple long riders, just you know, units of those again, just in Band of Heroes, their impact attacks. If you have Horthal on there, they get an extra die on there. Yeah. So they're charging in. You don't get a tough, get an extra die, get an extra. You just rolling through your opponent, right? Yeah. Um, of course, the, the crashing vanguard line. Exactly. Have a max stone on there so you can give them the plus one strength just to get them a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, Borka himself can do quite a bit being a cav. Um, he can cast the free spirit, so you run like a like an Earthborn, maybe, and a, and a Mauler, mm -hmm. so that Mauler gets stronger. Earthborn's just there for, because Earthborn's kind of cheap fun. <laughs> yeah, Earthborn's um, a solid beast. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. I like him a lot. Um, and then he has like Battle Charge, you know, Snow Shroud to help give concealment on their way in. Yep. And then um, his feet is, is kind of a nice one where... Um, the, your models gain stealth, and so you can just kind of help deliver them. And then if uh, when an immunity model or with an enemy model without immunity cold um, hits one of your guys, uh, they become stationary. Yeah. Right. So again, it's that other melee aspect of it. If they're really close yeah. into you, you might be able to stationary them after the hit, and if they're ranged, you maybe get some stealth and be able to deliver your guys. Yeah. So running them, try to fit some champs in there because champs are just champs <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of the basic basic fun list that i, I kind of want to yeah. eventually complete and put on the board um yeah. could run that in storm of the north too though because that's fun and then you could put a put the uh, keg um, yeah the mm -hmm. hauler on or, there can you use the uh the long riders in storm of the north yeah so then you can even take the because it makes everything in that list northkin models and then you can take the cold stone attachment yep. and give them extra give, speed. Give them, yeah, the and plus one speed. really zip across the Or the plus two strength. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of another another fun aspect of way to think yeah. about and play. So it's just, 
Yeah, I don't like trolls. <laughs> so working on uh, seeking is kind of yeah. kind of a model to to paint. Yeah, <laughs> eventually we have some. Uh... No wonder we host together, huh? Uh... <laughs> oh man. So okay. So I didn't like make a list or anything because I didn't. You know, I didn't. I just I just randomly chose things that I wanted, right? Yeah. Sure. And That's so fine. so the warlock that I wanted, uh, Dan. <laughs> um, uh, Borka 2. Okay. Actually, it was the first, uh, troll model I ever purchased was, was Borka 2. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, ooh, a bear. Yeah. I'm troll boy riding a bear. Yeah. Right? I was all about it, right? And so then I wanted, like, all the bears. Like everyone else. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and the model that I want to paint is a sea king. Um, but not just a sea king. The model I want to paint is Oz's sea king. Because he did some mod work on it, like some basing, and then he had, um, they had messed up on the ship that goes on his head, uh -huh. and so we did the parts replacement, yeah. and so we had this like extra ship part, and so Oz put it in the hand of the Sea King, so it's like he's got That's a ship on him, and he's got the other part that he's holding on to, <laughs> and it looks so epic and good, like, it's not that I just want to paint a Sea King, yeah. I want to paint that one, there you go. <laughs> that one looks really good, so... Um, of course, that, that's Ozzy, so he yeah. has to he has to do it. But, um, but yeah, and then and then just the theme. I I just love the Trollblood War Beast more than I love the other stuff in Trollbloods, and so Power of Dunia. If if I played Trollbloods, yeah. I would just run Power of Dunia all day, and I just want to run anything else. So <laughs> I'd, I'd have the support pieces I need, and that would be it. Yeah. So, but that's that's just for taste. That's why we don't you know. So I don't play troll bloods. Yeah, right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of cool looking things. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. So I'm really excited about this to be able to. We're gonna we're gonna look at every faction in War Machine and Hordes, and and we're gonna answer the three questions. If you know, yeah, uh, which warlock or warcaster would you start with? Uh, which theme interests you the most? And then and then which model you want to paint? And um and for bonus, we we might come with a list and we might not. Right. You don't always have to. Uh, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to build a list. Every time. You can do it. You can. Do it. <laughs> I'll probably build one list for one of the two because we're going to do it in pairs. Yeah. I'll probably come with one list. I, I probably won't do it for every, you know, every faction. Well, these so. ones are just easy for me because yeah. I have like dozens of lists. Dude, they were yours. This is like this. This episode was built for you. Um, yeah. Um, why don't we transition to the hobby table? Uh, what is going on in your world um, on the hobby side of things? Oh man, right now I'm just, I'm in build, such build mode, um, because as soon as one good day of priming comes along, or someone gets a good garage, I'm, I'm going to have like dozens of models. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of Riot Quest, uh, trying to just keep up on that, and then um, building some Malifaux to get a little Bayou diversity going on there, and then painting um, the starter and the Wave 1 of Riot Quest, kind of finishing them up right now. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I'm doing some uh, rebasing, so the Slaves of Darkness is being re-released for Age of Sigmar with like new Chaos Warriors and poses and stuff, and so you can Those find... Those models look sweet. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but here's the thing, you can find cheap older models on eBay now, Yeah. and so I just picked up a bunch of Marauders. I've got Marauders on horseback, but I don't have foot Marauders, Yeah. and so I just got a bunch of Marauders. They're all on square bases, and so I'm going to rebase them and put them around, and then and I'm going to catch them up to the state that all my other Slave of Darkness are at. Um, so those have been primed, Xenothal primed, and then based, and then I'm starting to do the detail work now. And so, so that way, so in theory, when I catch them up and I'll just keep painting, I'll have a fully painted Slave of Darkness army, in theory, sooner than anything else. <laughs> yeah. So, um, But yeah, so, so I'm doing that. And then, um, how's your, and then, uh, how's your hydra uh, coming along? You know, it's, <laughs> he's, he's still in the bag. I haven't pulled him out of the bag. He, it's funny, I, I re-sorted my bags for my new Zadesh list, and I still kept the hydra in the bag. And so, like, I carry them with me everywhere I go. It's a constant reminder. Yeah, um, no. But, uh, but um, I'm, I'm currently building all of my, I have some unbuilt legion, and so I'm going to finish building all of them. And then, um, and then I, I'm going to have them painted somehow, too, somehow. If I can't finish my Hydra, I don't know how I'm going to finish the Legion. Anyway, um, but, uh, um, but I did build the Proteus, and so he's all set. And so I'm just model by model, right? 
So you had to balance that one out too, right? Yeah. yeah. So I did something silly and I put some green stuff underneath his feet because his feet didn't land flat on the base. Mm. But I didn't like think about what was going on above waist up. Um, he's like he's in a very forward pose, yeah. and then and then he has like the metal mouth thing that's yeah. like, bah, you yeah. know with all the tentacles and stuff. Yeah. And so when I so rather than put the um, the green stuff underneath his toes so that he's leaning back slightly. I put the green stuff underneath his heel, so he's leaning forward even more now. Oh, shoot. It's a super aggressive pose. Oh, no. And I posed his hand in a certain way, so it's, like, super aggressive. Like, it looks really good, <laughs> but he but he always falls on his face. Yeah. So I had to, so I had to balance you it out. You breathe on him, and he falls, yeah. and yeah. he just falls over. Yeah, so now I've got stuff and um, some combination of green stuff, um, some stuff underneath the base, and then, and then I put some fishing weights on top that I'm going to paint up as rocks. Yeah. And so... Um, so he'll he'll be fine, but I but I'm really happy about the the pose um, in general. So it'll be yeah. good. So. Uh, well, I've I've got a bunch of stuff I can assemble, but I'm trying to get through some of my my other stuff that I'm painting. I'm trying to finish my goal of getting one of everything in circle faction complete, or being faction complete in circle and having one of everything painted. Uh, and I'm almost there. I've got. It's a short list that I put on here. Hang on a second. Uh, I've got to do K2 plus Laris, uh, a Razor Wing, a Shadowhorn, two Bloodweaver UAs, Una 1, and I've got to finish the Well of Orboros. And then I've got a longer list that's like duplicates, um, all of the different minions and things like that that work for Circle. Yeah. So I'm trying to focus on getting the short list done yeah. so that it can be faction complete and fully painted of at least one of everything. But then there's also some repaints that I want to do like want to repaint my blood trackers so that they fit the rest of my color scheme with the dark loincloths and stuff. Um, mm. I need to repaint my Gnarlhorn's armor because of the same thing. I had, for, I had quit painting for a long time and forgotten what the color, the color combinations that I used were and then did something different and now it's like teal instead of blue <laughs> it looks it looks weird so i so repainted out. yeah i repainted my two rip horns that i did the same thing i repainted their armor but i didn't get around to doing my gnarl horn because it's not a model i ever use but yeah. um i did recently do finished up my primal archon uh painted bridge and call painted my brainos which that model talk about uh heavy one-sided models like the guy is so weird because his body and head are all one piece. His feet from, like, the knees down are separate. They're metal. Hmm. And then I think both of his arms, one that's sticking out and the other one that's on the side with that big shepherd's cane, are both metal. And so he's, like, really heavy on the side. Hmm. And he's such a weird, big model that's so difficult to transport that I don't think... And he, his rules are meh, so... I was just painting him to get him done, and he'll probably sit on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> look pretty. He'll yeah. look he'll look pretty and painted with the rest of the army. And once once I get everything painted, I think I'm gonna do a big group shot uh, on my table, plus a bunch of other close ups of all the little things nice. and stuff. But, That'll look really good. Yeah, I've also yeah. got a, a second megalith that uh, is his newer sculpt, and then it, when I bought it from somebody, it was missing the like tree branch that's growing up his back, mm. and I had. Uh, a couple of witch woods from when I had my Grimkin that I never used that I still had left over uh, and so I decided to butcher one of those and I put the big branches that are on the head of that on Megalith's back so it looks like he has this tree growing off of his back so I'm excited to paint that up nice. I'm waiting to get it back from uh, from Perry who's been kind enough to prime a bunch of stuff for me recently because he and his wife have a, a, ventilate, a ventilated space in the garage Nice. So. very cool well, um, I think we had a great episode. I really enjoyed uh, talking today. Um, I did not like how looking at other factions made me want to like paint other models, <laughs> um, things like that. But we're we're gonna I'm gonna enjoy this. Uh, we have a couple things coming up that we're excited about. Uh, we don't have all the details sorted out, but we are working on a sponsor for our painting contest that we're going to be having. So stay tuned to that. In the meantime, uh, I want to invite listeners if you are on Facebook to join. Uh, Spellstorm Miniatures painting group. Uh, we have a group, and if you like our page, you can you'll find the group and 
and, and join up and, and share what you're working on and, and be an encouragement to an inspiration to other people. Uh, so there's that. And then we're working on a charity event too. And so I think we have a date and a location. We're sorting out things like that. Um, and so stay tuned for that. Uh, in the meantime, I want to thank you for listening to our show. And we'd love to hear from you. And so why don't you drop us a line? Uh, send us a message on Facebook. Email us at spellstormminiatures at gmail.com. Um, things like that. If you like what we do, uh, tell your friends about us. And, and get on the stuffs. If you're on Discord, we also have a Discord channel. And a lot of conversation actually takes place there. And we have a lot of people who listen who play a lot of different kinds of, of games, not just War Machine and Hordes. And so... Uh, a lot of great resources are being shared and a lot of things like that. So uh, with that, I guess we'll say see you later.